0: Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
1: Welcome in, welcome in. It is Friday, July 31st. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And this is Winning Cures Everything. We got a ton of stuff to discuss today, lots of football, of course. Right after we get done with the show yesterday, the SEC goes ahead and makes their big, gigantic announcement. So, uh, so we'll, of course, hit on that. We're going to talk about some baseball, basketball, whatever. Uh, all of the different sports around the world, other than golf. We got golf happening in our city. We're not even discussing it. Uh, <laughs> there's just so much more stuff going on. So, I'm not sure what uh what we really need to discuss about it, other than, you know, Brooks Kepco seems to be kicking everybody's ass. And that's typically what he does here in Memphis, so... You know, it'll be fun to watch on Sunday whenever everybody's coming up the uh, the back nine, and then we'll we'll go from there. But uh, before we get started with all of that, tomorrow is August 1st. We will have our first video up over at sportsbookreview.com, over at sbrpicks.com. Uh, you can find all of our stuff over on their YouTube channel. So make sure you go and subscribe and, you know, tell everybody you like it. Hit the like button, share it out, all that kind of stuff. Uh, make sure you watch it. You know, that would definitely help us a lot. We uh, we would definitely appreciate your help with it. So, sportsbookreview.com, sbrpicks.com. For us, for this show, winningcureseverything.com is the website. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. You can subscribe at all the different platforms that you need to right there. If you're watching live, we are on Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. And you can chat with us from those different platforms. It'll populate right there on your screen. If you look down at the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, there's a chat box right there. And that chat box will let you talk to each other, regardless of the platform that you are on. So, if you want to help drive the conversation, go ahead and knock that thing out. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Leave a nice five-star review. With that said, let's go ahead and dive into the biggest topic of the last 24 hours. That would be SEC has decided, the Southeastern Conference, has decided to go conference only for the 2020 football season. They are doing 10 games. There will be zero non-conference games. That means there is no South Carolina Clemson. There is no Florida, Florida State. Mike C. jumps in and said, what's up? Yeah, by the way, we're a little early today. We've got things going on this afternoon that we have to take care of, so we won't be able to go live. Then, the Brown Yeti jumps in. Hey, it's been a little while since we've seen him. He said, what's up, guys? So, yeah, if you want to jump in the chat, help drive the conversation. Go ahead and knock it out. Uh, So, the SEC decides no non-conference games. That means no ACC-SEC rivalries. That means no LSU-Texas. That means none of the other stuff, right? Alabama-USC was already canceled because of the ACC's decision. Uh, We were not going to get Auburn-North Carolina, etc. So, Chris, what I wanted to do today, there's uh, an interesting article over at SaturdayDownSouth.com. Now, I I love these guys. Connor O'Gara, fantastic writer. He has come up with five things that he likes about this and five things that he doesn't. So I kind of want to go through the list. Um, so first things first, Chris, the first thing he says is, hello, more SEC games. Obviously, that's a that's a positive, right? Like, I, I think I'm happy with getting rid of cupcakes and getting to watch SEC football uh, as many weekends as we can. Do you agree with that? All right. Um, Here's the other thing that he likes, and we don't know that this is going to happen right now. They haven't decided. I, he said, I sort of don't hate the idea of blowing up divisions in this weird year. Would you rather have a winner of the East and winner of the West or just have the two best teams?
0: I I don't know the reason for that. I don't know why we would have just the two best teams not opposed to it. I just don't know the logic behind it when you're not going to play each other. I don't know. I just...
1: (laughs) (laughs) The reason I'm saying this, so, you know, I'm imagining that they are going to do the same thing as the ACC, which would be a winning percentage, right? Because you don't know... uh, Go ahead.
0: The reason the ACC is doing that is because they now have 15 teams.
1: Agreed. Agreed. But it, even though the, the SEC still has seven and seven, uh, you were still going to be So playing- you're
0: thinking as if a team doesn't play the same amount of games. Right. I don't know. I don't. I would. Because it's so hard to win in the SEC consistently, you play a lesser amount of games but have a higher winning percentage. I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, so because we're just assuming that 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 third that extra game you missed is a push.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: I and don't, if it's a loss, it changes everything, and I don't like that at all.
1: I'm hoping that they do what the Big 10 is discussing with going divisions early. That's all the the rumors that we had heard early on. Um yeah. I mean, I, that that's what I'm hoping for. Uh Mike said do you think this will change college football scheduling for the future now that they prove they can change schedules instantly? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, my goodness. I I, I really
0: hate the contracts of LSU's going to play Oregon in 2035. Yeah. And I'm thinking, holy <laughs> shit, who cares? Yeah, exactly. No, who like, cares? The player that's going to play in that game isn't alive yet. Who cares?
1: <laughs> uh. Ben jumped in and said R I P to AM's easy schedule. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was I was kinda I had a had a lot of money ready to be booked on AM's over whenever we ever got a schedule. Um had, that that might go away. So yeah.
1: I mean who who knows at this point. Um number three on this was uh yes, I actually think this could strengthen the SEC's brand. Uh, remember, the SEC has got that two thirty Central Time window on CBS, along with all of the national coverage from ESPN, et cetera. Uh, you are going to see the best football in the country played in this conference. I mean, you see it every year, anyway.
0: But I just hate that yeah. we're the last to get started. That I infuriates yeah. me. Yeah, we're I mean, going to sit around for four weeks and watch four other conferences' lesser football. And it's I'm not a fan.
1: I am convinced that this was set up by these Power <laughs> 5 conferences.
0: So, but that doesn't make sense, Gary, because that means by time the SEC is – what did the SEC benefit from being last?
1: Well, I'll, and I'll tell you not playing
0: this. those four weeks and having the Big 10 get four weeks on you or the Big 12 get four weeks on you.
1: I don't think that they're going to get four weeks on you. I think that they are – all of these conferences are convinced that you might be able to get started – and you may not be able to finish.
0: That's, right, so that's what I think say they're the doing. the Big 12 starts, and then they realize they can't finish, and this is a disaster, and the SEC never gets started now.
1: Now, you, you've got a valid point there. I'm looking at it more along the lines of, okay, yeah, now what I don't like is that they are letting kids get back on campus, and they want to get that first wave over with when kids get back in late August, and then they want to talk about bringing kids into play you know, September twenty sixth. I don't I don't really understand why they would do that, but I part of me kinda gets the idea, at least for television networks and whatnot, of all five power conferences starting on different weeks. That way you at least get the opening week and then you'll just see where you can fit in stuff later on. I but think it that helps would make their sense inventory. If
0: the other conferences aren't playing the week that the other conferences start. But by the time we start, all five conferences will be playing. Agreed.
1: Now, what I what I don't understand is why in the world that means by week
0: two. So week two, we're going to get Big Ten football and Big Twelve football, and nothing else.
1: And then week, and then then week three,
0: we're going to add the ACC. Well, oh yeah,
1: I guess no, no, no. Week two, whatever,
0: whoever, whoever's starting. It doesn't matter. We're opening weekend. We're going to get one conference.
1: Yeah, like week zero we will but, get so, Oklahoma so that, that and that means we we're gonna
0: get five games
1: yeah pretty much that's insane why well I I, I think that we're gonna have G5 There's teams 60 play.
0: something teams let's let them play
1: uh Damien said what's up he jumps in on YouTube will Gomez said need kids at campus to say it's safe for the kids to be in groups and then have them play uh it you think this is maybe a liability thing no I don't think so either uh, but, all right, so number four. It I don't says, think these
0: people give a damn about liability.
1: I don't think so either. Well, I mean, they were getting kids to sign waivers and whatnot. I mean, they, that, they scrapped it. Once that,
0: they have but, the waiver, they no longer need anything for liability.
1: Oh, yeah, but they, they ended up scrapping all those waivers. So
0: it doesn't matter. They know the kids will sign them, so they just yeah. can bring them back. Uh,
1: number four, do you really think the SEC is getting left out of the playoff? Uh, he said, I don't, not in a year where there are fewer data points than ever. Um, I will say this. I don't think that we are going to have a single undefeated team in the SEC this year. Now, I do think that we are going to get an SEC team in the playoff if we end up having the playoff.
0: 100%.
1: But, I mean, I think it's more likely that the SEC champion has two losses as opposed to one.
0: They still get in.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They still get in. Ben said, has the G5 canceled, or are they doing conference only two? None of them has announced yet. Uh they were waiting for all the the big dogs. The Big 12 has not said that they are going conference only yet. Like, as it stands right now, Oklahoma is playing Missouri State out of the FCS, which is Bobby Petrino's team, by the way. Uh, and then they, Kansas is playing Southern Illinois. So, that's the plan for Week 0. Who knows, right? G5 schools are going to be clamoring to get Big 12 deals so that they can make that money. Like, Kent State, they lost... Uh, a game against Kentucky, a game against Alabama, and a game against Penn State, and it cost them over $5 million this year. That is 17% of their revenue. Like, that's a that's, lot of dough. That's a lot of money. So A
0: lot of money.
1: Mike said, uh, being an Ohio State fan, there's no way the SEC gets left out. I believe Big 12 or Pac-12 gets left out. Yeah, that's that's what it's been basically every year. Uh, I think everybody just kind of understands, right? Um, all right, so what he said here, number five, the SEC is letting everyone else figure this out first. Lost in the shuffle of the 10-game conference-only schedule is the fact the SEC will not play until September 26th. That is four weeks after Oklahoma is scheduled to play Missouri State. The ACC, on the other hand, is expected to start the week after Labor Day. Uh, Commissioner Sankey said throughout this process, the goal has always been to gather as much information as possible before making these decisions. The SEC did not push to have games played in August. The situation is very fluid. The unknown of how this virus will spread when if students get to campus is one thing, but so is seeing how this thing is handled when players are actually in full contact at practice. A September 26 start gives the SEC time, which is something that it was lacking before making this decision. So, it still doesn't really fully explain why you would go September 26. I understand. Like, what they said yesterday, so Sankey was on with Feinbaum, and you had all these other guys that are in the know, apparently, but they all discussed that, they wanted to gather as much information as possible, and they wanted to make sure that they could get in a full season as opposed to starting really quickly and then having to stop. Now, the other side of this is by September 26th, I mean, that's two months away. Are we really going to be in a much better situation than we are right now? Like, nope. that's. That's what I'm curious about. Is and we're not
0: going to know any more information either. By the way,
1: yeah, that's that's the issue. Like, we're not going to get a, a what's it, a vaccine by then. So, I I don't know. The brown yeti jumps in. He said, "If the best SEC team has two losses, they will still be one of the top two seeds." Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then 100%. Ben said, "This will be a good year to add playoff teams." Honestly, every other league is trying new things. CFB should too. Yes. Uh, we
0: com- we completely agree with that as well.
1: I, I think this should be an eight-team uh, playoff this year. Double, double it up. Yeah, and that way you are sure that you've got the right teams in. Like, that's, that's all you want out of this thing anyway, right? If you're going to have no non-conference games, but you can have a playoff, toss eight of them in there. Like, you're probably not going to get bowl games anyway. So put eight of them in and see which four are the best, and then you can work from there. Uh, Matt Miller said, "Man, you boys starting early today. Gary, are you day drinking? No, I. <laughs> no, I'm not actually. Uh, I am actually in the middle of work, but uh, got a lot of stuff to handle this afternoon. And you know, Chris was nice enough to go ahead and do this with me early. So, uh, here are the don't likes that he said. Goodbye, traditional non-conference rivalry. So, these dates are going to blow your mind. By the way." Uh, The last time that we had a college football season without Florida-Florida State was 1957. The last time we did not have Louisville and Kentucky was 1993. The last time we did not have Georgia-Georgia Tech, good old-fashioned hate, 1924. And then check this crap out. Clemson and South Carolina have played every single year since 1908. That is pretty unbelievable. So... Yeah, I was I was surprised. So that sucks, that we're not going to get that. But uh, it also sucks that we're not going to get LSU, Texas, and we're not going to get Tennessee, Oklahoma, and we're not getting Alabama, USC. And
0: None we're not of getting... those things suck if you don't have fans.
1: I, agreed. It's still fun to watch the matchup no, regardless. But no, it's
0: not. No, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't take care of your home and home. It does. It just totally no, but changes I'm, the game. I'm not worried about
1: the the. Home and home and all that. I'm just talking about the matchup. I would hope that they would, if they had the game this year, which I'm betting is a large reason why they're doing conference only right now.
0: The um, the atmosphere for those games is a big deal. It's a big deal to the home team, and the home team missing out on that advantage is huge. Oh, absolutely huge.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Um, Will Gomez said, uh, as uh, ask still. To get how the kids are going to social distance in class, my classes usually had 120 or 130 people. Um, that, that's
0: not. This is not going to happen in college. No. no.
1: It's. I, I will. I will tell you this. Uh, where I work, they are cutting the class sizes down to like a third, and they're going to go hybrid. So some days some kids get to go, and some days other kids get to go, and in the meantime they're doing it virtually. And I mean, we'll see what happens. So, I mean who who knows? They're not going to be able to socially distance in those classrooms. So we'll just have to go from there. Matt Miller said I had a if-
0: large section of yep. my classrooms, now oh, this is 15 years ago where I was in Oxford, the professor was in South Haven and they had classes in two other section satellite schools of of Mississippi, okay? Yeah. And and one professor got up, gave lectures, and there was a camera set up it was live streaming it. The other kids could push a little button on the microphone in front of them and talk to him. He could talk back. It, it was it was very easy, very seamless. That was 15 years ago technology, and we were still doing it. If you want to tell the kids, keep your ass at home, and the professor is still going to show up and do the lecture, we have that technology, and that's pretty freaking easy.
1: Yeah. Uh, Matt said, for my school, we have to have temperature checks every time we walk in a new building and wear a mask in public. Yeah, that's that's going to continue. That's going to continue, uh, Damien said. Those waivers don't mean a damn thing, other than saying they really don't give a damn about these students. Uh, it doesn't matter because they're not doing them anymore anyway. Uh, we'll but they've already with-
0: signed a bunch of teams already signed them, and that's yeah. Fine. But
1: the, the the colleges admitted they were throwing them out because they,
0: for whatever reason, I don't know. Because they were super unethical. Yeah, I mean, big time. Yeah, I mean, it's that's that's what we said the, the day we talked about it. Just ridiculously unethical.
1: Yeah. No, we we weren't fully against it, but because I was it was fully cover the, against
0: them signing a waiver, I, I wouldn't have signed a waiver. I want, yeah, play, no, I yes. not have showed up every day to practice, but I ain't signing that piece of paper. Agreed. And if because, I'm great, you're gonna let me on that field.
1: Yeah, because at that point, uh they don't have to take care of you if something goes wrong. Like
0: that's right. That's that's why that, I wouldn't have signed it.
1: Uh Will said, "Are they going to quarantine the Georgia Bulldog?" <laughs> you you did see. That there was a, a dog that got uh, that got COVID, like mm. last week. I did not realize I they could do that.
0: that. I don't know that. I I need to see more signs because we pretty much had definitive signs and said the dogs can't get it.
1: But uh, but tigers could right. When that would like uh, that could.
0: one tiger did get it. Yeah yeah.
1: So I mean who knows who knows the brown yeti said uh, I didn't know we were calling 2020 a year. I thought it was just going to be known as the mess of 2020. Yeah. That's kind of what this has turned into. And Alonzo Chico jumps in. He said, go Gators. Hey, cheers to you, brother. Cheers to you. Go Gators. Uh, Matt Miller said, first dog dies of COVID yesterday, but it was a different strain, I think. Yeah, there's like six strains of this shit now. I mean, it's unbelievable. Anyway. All right. So, no LSU in Texas. No Oklahoma, Tennessee. So, obviously, no non-conference matchups. Number three that Connor does not like was evaluating rebuilding programs is going to be awful. Can you imagine... How much it must suck to be Vanderbilt and Arkansas, and I mean Missouri could be okay, maybe.
0: Um, Vanderbilt's bad. Arkansas is in a complete year zero anyway. Oh yeah, you weren't going to gauge them on anything this year to begin with.
1: Well, but at least you could have a couple of non-conference wins against nobody. Oh, oh, that makes you
0: feel good uh, for for those players at least getting on W, you know. That, the penal farm and kick the shit out of those guys. And that, that gives us a, a win in the win column, boys, like, but it, come it on. gives you, something, everybody knows it's bullshit. Uh,
1: yes, but the players at least have something that they can point to, to work better at, right? Oh. Like at least you, because we've talked about this when we were previewing like rice last year and, and all those team, players uh, aren't
0: going to be there. So they don't need anything to look back at. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You might be right. You might be right. So, um, Matt Bennett jumps in said, Clemson and South Carolina both need to be in the same conference. Florida needs to be with Miami and Florida State. Some of these conferences need to be broken down and changed. Hey, you are preaching to the choir. We have talked about regional conferences on this on this show for a long, long if time. If we
0: just could bring Florida State and Clemson back into the SEC, would be great. We've got a 16-team power conference, and we'd win the national championship every year.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you might have a year here and there where Ohio State would jump in, but that'd be about the only other competition. Um, And I'd be all right with that, but this is all political. The SEC stuff is all political. It's so stupid. Oh, yeah. I like that. You're like, nope, nope. (laughs) Uh, Matt Miller asked if any coach gets fired at the end of this year. I don't think there's a chance.
0: I I think... I think it's gonna happen. It won't be because of wins and losses. It'll be because of negligent somewhere, somehow. They covered up a fact that a kid was sick and they let him play anyway and the and it got leaked out or something. That somebody's gonna get fired because somebody's gonna play fast and loose with rules and and we're gonna string them up for it.
1: That would be about the only way because at that point you don't have to pay them.
0: That's right. Because it's going to be for calls. And yeah. and I think I absolutely think somebody's going to do something stupid. Because what these coaches do. Outside, listen, these guys are geniuses with football. Okay. They have some of the best offensive and defensive mind. They understand the game better than I'll ever understand it. Outside of football, they're as close to the Neanderthal as you could possibly be. These guys are <laughs> knuckle draggers and they're idiots. Okay. We shouldn't yeah. let them make any decisions whatsoever outside of football decisions. If you think just because he's a great football coach, oh, look how great of a leader he is, he would be a fantastic general. He'd be a great CEO of a company. That's bullshit. I've met a lot of these guys. That's just not true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matt Miller said, so uh, So someone's going to pull the Marlins? Yeah, probably.
0: probably. Listen, man, we're going to look back, and if the Marlins have this big wave go through them and they get out early, and they end up every team is going to make the damn playoffs anyway. And they get in the playoffs, and they're healthy, and they make a run, they win the World Series. You're all going to look stupid. Hey,
1: you you might be right. I mean, remember they, they got went that 2-1. LSU
0: Clemson mentality. Hey, Let's they, let
1: everybody get it
0: right now. Come on, and then go. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the Marlins did go two and one against the Phillies. I'm just saying, telling you. So now, so now, all they got to do is get healthy, get back. It's done. Ran its course through them. They just rolled through the majors. You got
1: that right. You got that right. Number four on his do not like list is the weird way we're going to have to look back on this for stats, records, etc. It said, get ready for win percentage to become a big thing in 2020. Uh, nobody's going to want to talk about the cumulative number of wins. Even the contenders will only be eight and two. If you're someone like Will Muschamp or Derek Mason, how do you show improvement in a year like this to save your job? I imagine those would be difficult conversations for an athletic director to have at the season's end. Firing a coach might be even more challenging. Um, I, will, I will say this. Um, you know, I, <laughs> this, this one thing says, maybe we'll see a two and eight season from someone who annually reaches the post season. Uh, I, I don't know that anybody that will sharp, get fired man. for losing this season. Yeah. Like that's I just think not This would happen. be
0: a really hard one to do. Um, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. And the stats things don't make any sense to me. Like. I don't. I just don't. I just don't get that you think this is going to throw off somebody's win percentage. They're basically not going to have two or three pay for wins. Okay. Yeah. They they shouldn't have those anyway.
1: Agreed. What you need to be looking at is record against power or conference record anyway.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. because if you go six and six, all right, but three of those were high school teams.
1: Well, then, and, and, but you were two and six in the conference.
0: But you. But yeah. But no. You three and whatever in the conference and so you go to a bowl game because you beat three teams, two of which were the two worst teams in the conference, and then you upset somebody, and then you beat a couple of high school teams and congratulations, you get to go to a bowl game. Like that's kind of laughable to begin with.
1: Oh yeah. Oh I I agree with you. So I, I think basically what this does is uh it it helps reveal the flaws, I guess. Try. Because everybody, and, and I don't
0: think Muschamp's getting fired. I don't think Vanderbilt's getting fired for this year. I think this is this is a tough season to do that with. Um, and also, like mustchamp situation, he he told him this was not a Rona thing. He gave back a lot of money to make sure to help pay his so his staff didn't have to take a pay cut. So he took the standard pay cut that you know to help save the school some money, and then he took an extra pay cut to make sure his staff didn't have to and they could be paid. It, that's a big deal. If you're an athletic director, you're South Carolina. You, you're not a, you know, you're not used to you used to going bowling. Okay. Yeah. That's about the level of of expectation you've got at South Carolina. I'm gonna tell you, man. I'd be it'd be real hard for me to fire that coach. I'd, I'd say you got you got one more year, but because of your loyalty to your staff and to the school, you you can't just turn away that. To wins and losses,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen this year.
0: Um, now, if LSU and, and Georgia and some of these bigger schools, it's tough to justify that. But you, you know how I feel about that anyway. I just don't think it's anybody's birthright to just get ten wins a year. In the first year, you lose nine. You know, you 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 lose three or four games, and you don't get to that double digit win. column, you fire the coach, I think that's ridiculous to begin with.
1: I think, I think Coach O is is life or status right now at LSU.
0: Like, uh, yeah, I think but I just but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I mean, know, I know. I just so. think I just think some of these schools have an expectation that's absurd and irresponsible.
1: It's it's kind of ridiculous. You get that ring, you get that trophy, and it's it's basically your get out of jail free card for a long, long time. Like it, if Coach O goes eight and five, that well, whatever the number would be. Yeah, say he goes eight and five next year, seven and five, or whatever, he's still fine. You do that same thing with Kirby Smart, yeah. mm, we might be having a different conversation.
0: I mean, you say that, but Les won one and made it to another one, and, you know, he he won nine games two years back-to-back, and he was gone.
1: Well, and to be fair, like Gene Chizik won Auburn one, but, you know.
0: And they want him gone every year.
1: Well, no, Gene Chizik. I mean, they got him gone after after the second year. Oh, well, Gene did. Well,
0: yeah. Yeah. all right. Gene's so. Gene's championship. I was thinking of Gus. Gene's yeah. championship was fraudulent to begin with, completely fraudulent. Oh, that Gene had nothing to do with that. That was Gus Malzahn, Cam Newton.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent.
0: Gene could have been me or you, and we win those national championships. Oh, one hundred percent,
1: over and over and over again. Yeah. Ben, by the way, wanted to jump in and tell you that uh, that your socks are pitiful this year, Chris. Just wanted to throw hey, that out. there. We just
0: beat the Mets two in a row.
1: <laughs> we'll go mess. You're and, you're, uh, you're,
0: you're I- way too early MVP candidate right now. Christian Vasquez <laughs> is a Red Sox baby.
1: <laughs> they they really trying to mess with you the last couple of days.
0: That's okay. I don't, I don't know That's okay.
1: You're not gonna get about me. That's
2: up. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app.
1: I'm swearing to you, I did not tell them to jump in here and get on you when you came back. I promise. That's okay.
0: Uh, I forget it's all right. I like hey, we have fun. It's all hey, right. You got that
1: right. We'll uh I Will take it we'll go said Phillies might fire their coach by September. Uh the Brown Yeti said, so are they adding games to this current uh to the current schedule or blowing it up and starting over? Well, we don't know. Uh we don't let's know. let's get back to that. Ben said uh the Mets bullpen might as well be a bunch of little league dads. Um
0: <laughs> yes, hey, the Red Sox could say the same thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, the brown Our yeti. Pitching's so terrible. back to what the brown yeti said. So are they adding games to the current schedule or blowing it up and starting over? We have no, no idea.
0: If um, they get away, if they do away with divisions, then they're going to blow the whole thing up. Obviously.
1: If but if they keep divisions, then they are then going just to add two games. Well, they're they're going to add two games, but they are going to wipe the slate clean and restructure it. Uh, more than likely, putting division games early.
0: Oh yes! And oh then, yeah, yeah, yeah! But we don't have a schedule now anyway. So the the SEC oh, you mean opener, early or late? What the schedule was before the season started is gone into garbage a long time yeah. ago.
1: Yeah, like Alabama and Georgia will not be opening up against each other uh, on September 26th. Like that was the SEC opener, but uh, for for both of those teams, but that's not going to happen now. So I mean, who knows what they're going to do? But up why doing.
0: not? Why wouldn't that be? Oh, because they want the divisional games, right? So
1: I mean, we'll. There's, Obviously, if they if they nix divisions, I mean, go ahead yeah. and give us LSU, Auburn, and Alabama, Georgia, and no, no, yeah. Florida, and Texas A and M, wait, you know, give us all the the, the yeah. big ones early, and then you know we'll do whatever. But uh, if there's if we still have divisions, I would imagine that we'll go the other direction. I would um,
0: stick with divisions because I just don't understand the reason not to. Um, and if we didn't start so damn late then we'd have more than enough time throughout the season to get everybody 10 games in. Yeah. Because you're virtually trying to get 10 games in 15, 16 weeks, but now you're cutting off four weeks so you can play football.
1: Well, and then they're pushing the SEC championship game back to, I think, December 19th. So.
0: But, but you're losing those weeks to where if something does happen and you need to pull a team out of rotation for a week or two, then, you're, yeah, then you're, you lose the, all the flexibility because you gave it away on the front end.
1: You're, you're likely going to, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you're giving away all the flexibility at the beginning.
0: Yes, that's stupid. That's This is where Sankey is wrong. This is where the presidents and the ADs are, they're just wrong. You don't want to give away all your flexibility in the front end. If you've got to pull Alabama out for two weeks, you, you can't make those games up later because you don't have any time.
1: Yeah. yeah but you're if you start out.
0: when everybody else is starting, then you've got time to say you don't play for two weeks, so somebody gets a bye week, another team gets a bye week, and then we fill them in at the back end because you got all this time. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, Matt Miller said division should not be a thing anyway. Uh, just have the best two teams every year in the championship game. Every conference has one good and one bad. Also, the season should start August 29th. And he said, I shouldn't say bad, but no conference has equal divisions. And that's true. Um,
0: oh, yeah, true. Yeah, true, definitely true. true. Uh, David, I mean the SEC West. I mean, we're we are homers. We understand this. Oh, we yes. get the bias, but nobody can argue the fact that the SEC West is not the strongest conference in all of football. Agreed. Agreed. And I mean, it's better if you took just the SEC West. It's better than the top seven teams from top to bottom of some conferences.
1: Yeah. Now you're you're hundred percent right about that. Uh, the last one that he said that he doesn't like. It's still less football. He said, "Last I checked, ten is less than 12. I'm excited for more conference games, but those precious college football weekends will be fewer in 2020, and that was inevitable. So, yeah, we don't like that. But look at this point—anything that I can to give get,
0: up, anything to make sure we get football. Yes. I'm going to be pissed off if the first four conferences get started and something crazy happens with this damn virus, and we never get started.
1: Now you, uh, you or we are, get
0: one weekend when we could have gotten five weeks in then I'm going to want to head to roll.
1: Yeah, and I think it will. I think it will. Oh, I don't. You think Sankey
0: would be fired for that? I don't.
1: It may not be Sankey that that gets it, but, I mean, it could be. But that's who
0: should. He's the one responsible. He's the commissioner.
1: No, he's the commissioner, but this was voted on by the presidents. I understand that. You
0: You don't think those presidents are going off information that he's given them?
1: No, I think they're going based off of the information. No, that the Roger Goodell is the
0: commissioner of the NFL. He works for the owners, but he guides the owners. That's the whole purpose of the commissioner. Okay. You all have a boss that's a board, but one man has to make these decisions. Okay. One yeah, man has to right. guide this ship. Yep. And I guarantee you, if he said, we need to start early so we have flexibility to finish no matter what hits us, then they would have done what he advised. Uh, Yeah. Or I need him to publicly come out and disagree with the president. That's it. That's it. Uh, One or the other, right?
1: One One, or the other. You need to
0: say, I wasn't for waiting this long because I like the flexibility starting early gives us. Nah, I don't want to hear this. I want to see what happens once everybody gets back to campus. Cause that means if what happens comes back that when everybody gets back to campus that we think is going to happen, what does that mean? We're not going to have football because we all kind of have an understanding what the hell is going to happen when everybody gets back to campus. It's just going to blow the hell up.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's better to keep the kids off campus, but I agree. But either way, uh, before we dive into our next topic, I want to talk about Damian Estrada's question here. He said, question, since y'all said that MLB uh in sports right now is a good thing, explain how it's a good thing when there's players struggling with food and rats in the bubble and MLB postponing games because of COVID already. Uh Ben jumped in and said MLB doesn't have a bubble. Do you have any idea what uh come on in. Do you have any idea what he's talking about? Nope. I I am so confused. Like I saw, and I
0: assure you that the NBA does not have any food or rats in bubbles. Yeah, rats and food in the bubble. That I, I'm just certain that's not happening.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I um, no, maybe it, it was WNBA. I think that was having
0: some issue. Well, and I can't speak to anything about that, but I don't follow that league when they're not in a bubble.
1: But th- but this is not. This is not Major League Baseball that's having this issue. I don't I don't know what
0: he's No, and about. it's not the NBA, and it's not the NHL.
1: Um, the Brown Yeti said, I think Mississippi State will get screwed anyway. They do it. We will probably pick up Florida and Georgia. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Probably. Who knows? Uh, and then Matt Miller said, uh, Also, the South seems to have plateaued with cases in the last week. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I would love that. Uh, let's move on to the next topic here. Let's talk about the NBA really quick, and we'll uh, we'll kind of fly through these last topics. The uh, obviously the most important one was the SEC stuff, um, but the the Lakers win, and it was entertaining. It was exciting. I like the court; like it, it feels like uh, I'm actually watching a game in an arena. Like, I mean, it, it, you ended up watching it last night, right? How'd you feel about it?
0: Uh, it was okay. I don't feel like it I'm really fine. missing anything. Uh, I mean, you're missing the crowd, but it's fine.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, watching it on TV, I, I thought it was...
0: I think the crowd has a bigger effect on basketball than it does on baseball. Ba- watching baseball has been fantastic. Yeah. Like, nothing's weird, nothing's strange, nothing's out of place, nothing's abnormal. Um, watching the NBA, it's funny to me that the first couple of rows are fake crowd, and the rest of it is like some weird live zoomed-in crowd. The zoomed in real crowd looks way faker than the fake crowd.
1: Yeah, it's it's really strange. And then you've also got uh, you've got other NBA players in the arena, so you do hear like some yelling and whatnot. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool, but
0: you know, I would tell you way. what I like the most important of it all was follow follow our advice, and we're all good. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. Nobody knows what the hell's happening in the first couple of weeks of this thing, first couple of days, especially of this thing. Just bet all the dogs. If you get a head start, take the head start.
1: Yeah, bet the dogs, and then we're good to uh, to go from there. So, the, uh, the Jazz and the Pelicans, did you end up watching that?
0: Uh, no, but I watched uh, a lot of highlights and, and clips from that game.
1: So, the Pelicans sat Zion Williamson down the stretch, and... It was, you know, they've had that minutes restriction thing on him since going back to the regular season. What what are we doing at this point? Like, it, they are three and a half games back, and I was very, as a Grizzlies fan, obviously, really glad that they lost the game. Right, Mike Conley does it for us one more time, gets that win, but they sit Zion Williamson, and he was having a really good game. Obviously, he's no, he wasn't. Excited. No, he wasn't.
0: No, it wasn't. Zion Williams plus minus that game was minus 16.
1: Was it minus 16?
0: Minus 16. It was the worst on the game from any single player. So maybe. He was getting his ass whooped. That's why he didn't put him in the game at the end of the game. Who showed up? Listen, this is not a minutes restriction because of the team like they did when the season first started. This is a who showed up after the quarantine fat and out of shape. Zion Williams showed up fat and out of shape. No, but he – no, we saw all the pictures of him. I don't care. Look at it. He looks – he don't look like he looked a month and a half ago, two months ago yeah. in those pictures. No, you're He don't you're look right. like that. He looked chiseled in those pictures. All that chisel has little baby fat wrapped all around it right now. <laughs> he can't carry his big ass up down the court. He was minus 16 on the plus minus. The worst plus minus out of anybody on the court.
1: All right, so his, his minus 16 on the court – uh, Damien said he a rookie of the year. Go ahead and do it. Well, they're, they're not going to because he didn't play enough games. So
0: no, like he didn't a, do it because he didn't deserve it. He earned it.
1: Well, no, that's exactly right. Like he didn't deserve it. He didn't earn it. He didn't do all that, all that stuff. But either way, ESPN and all these other things still knock out, um, all of that stuff, right? They, they, they still broadcast Zion Williamson. And I sent you a headline from last night about the jazz winning the game. But the number one headline was about Zion providing um, explosiveness to the Pelicans last night, and yeah. it made yeah no minus sense. sixteen
0: plus minus. That's a, <laughs> that's a hell of an explosiveness. I'm sure Golden's uh, not Golden State. The, the Nuggets wanted to keep him on the court. Put oh, the on Jazz. All
1: night. Yeah, the Jazz would have won by more than two had they done that. Yeah. So, uh, but the he Jazz does. do. They did outscore the. Um, they outscored them by ten points in the fourth quarter. I mean, they they took over the Pelicans at that point. So, yeah. Uh, ben said that's what the NBA gets for pushing Zion so hard. Uh, Matt Miller said, no, Zion did look fat. He had to get out of the bubble to get him uh, <laughs> to get those Magic
0: City wings. A, cu- a couple of weeks or a couple of months ago. Now, remember this. This is a couple of months. We've been in quarantine yeah. for five months now, okay? A couple of months ago, he was looking in great shape. Yeah. And he had all them videos coming out. Man, that's a long time ago. There's a whole lot we hadn't seen any videos after those. Now you're right. You're right. They're eating the, a lot the, of that first, homemade bread everybody was making.
1: The the first <laughs> bread shape. Uh the first few weeks of quarantine, I had lost twelve pounds. Like in, in three weeks or whatever. Uh you go from when quarantine started to now, yeah, I'm up five pounds. So I've like, I've just fluctuated all over the place. Like I was I was really into getting in shape at first and now it's like, Yeah, toss me that candy bar. Yeah, you know? <laughs> which I think maybe that's what Zion's yep. doing. That's it. so. Either way, we had NBA last night. The Grizzlies come on at three uh, o'clock Central Time today against the Trailblazers, and then we've also got uh, at several other games today. We got the Magic uh, going live in, I mean, about fifteen minutes. Uh, the Magic and the Nets. You got the Suns and the Wizards. I mean, these are games that literally nobody cares about. Uh, and then tonight you got the Celtics and the Bucks, you got the Kings and the Spurs, and then you got the Rockets and the Mavericks. So, entertaining basketball all night, bunch of stuff on League Pass, ESPN, etc., and you got baseball, and you got hockey. We are ready to rock and roll all the way through this fall. I am good with it. Uh, Damien said Zion looked like he was Lou eating them wings, or he was with Lou eating them wings. Uh, Joseph said can't blame him, Popeyes, is that good? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's pretty good. And then Matt Miller said, ah, that's why you guys did the show earlier today. Who the hell is going to play for the Nets? No, that's not why we did the show today. I have to go pick up my daughter in a little while. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not canceling a show or doing a show early for the Grizzlies. I promise. I love the Grizzlies, but that ain't why we're doing it. I, I could have that on I wouldn't be opposed
0: now. to it because y'all still get the damn show, and I get to watch the Grizzlies.
1: Uh, there you go. There you go. Either way, we'll both be able to do that. I'll, I'll have to listen to them on the way. Uh, let's move into UFC right quick. And we're gonna try and fly through these uh, these last three really quickly. Um, UFC, Conor McGregor tweeted out yesterday, I accept, and it took me a minute to figure out what the hell he was talking about. Right? This is like the nineteenth time he's done it, but this one's supposed to be real, right? This one is supposed to be real. Now it's we don't supposed to be real. Now, th- just a few days ago, Dana White did go on CNN when he was talking about the Habib and Gatesy fight and all this kind of stuff, and said, you know, I talked to McGregor, but we were talking about personal stuff and just life and family and da, da, da and he is retired. So then Tony Ferguson comes out, and he's like, I need to get back in and get that belt. I need my shot at Habib or Gaethje again. I, he still never got to fight Habib. So he yeah. wants those shots. He said, but I will take a fight to show you that I am back. So I will go in and knock this thing out, and let's do it. Right, I'll, I will fight McGregor if you want me to fight McGregor. I will fight Dustin Poirier if you want me to fight him. Whatever you want me to do, let's do it. So he says all of that on Ariel Helwani's show. And then McGregor yesterday comes out with, I accept. And then you start hearing from some of these MMA reporters that, hey, they might be working to put this fight, this Ferguson-McGregor fight, on the same card as Habib and Gaethje. Now, if your goal is to socially distance, I don't think that you want McGregor and Habib to be anywhere near each other at, at the
0: same time, right? Like, I, I think they got enough security where they can control that. I mean, you would think so. I think they do. I think they do.
1: I, I think, one, it would be ridiculous because a Ferguson-McGregor pay-per-view card would be insanely high anyway. But Ben said that stream would not be PG. No, no chance. Um, I think you're going to have big numbers for Habib and Gaethje. And I think you're going to have really big numbers for McGregor and Ferguson. So there's no yeah. reason to put them on the same card. Uh, I, I think you separate those two out. And then we see what happens from there. But I would okay with that. love this fight. El Kukui and the Notorious. I mean, let's go. I'd rather see that. as a, I think that fight could do bigger numbers than Gatesy and Habib, am I crazy for thinking that?
0: No, no, Connor, Connor will do bigger numbers than that. Yes, because of Connor.
1: Oh, one hundred percent. He'll find a way to turn this into a spectacle, and Habib yes. and Gatesy are just not going to do that. Like on top of that, uh, with with Habib and really Gatesy has the uh, the wrestling background as well. You've got the possibility of it turning into Usman and Masvidal, and yep. That was incredibly boring to watch. Uh, Matt Miller said UFC 269. Lou Williams against Magic City Strippers. <laughs> uh, Damien said y'all should do a play-by-play reaction stream. That would be cool. Talking about the Grizzlies. Uh, maybe once we get in the playoffs, we might have fun with that.
0: So I just checked the line. The Grizz are plus three and a half. I'm about to, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing right now on my phone. Oh, there the you
1: go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're underdogs.
0: I'm getting, I'm getting that
1: money in. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's talk uh, Major League Baseball right quick.
0: Come
1: on! Major League Baseball has postponed the St. Louis Cardinals and the uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. I couldn't even read my own handwriting here. That's terrible. That uh, happens. The Cardinals had two guys test positive for the coronavirus. Now, I understand with the Marlins, was it two
0: players or was it two like
1: that? They, they hadn't even they hadn't even said that. They haven't come out with the official stuff yet. like So it could people. be well, it could be managers it could be uh terry (laughs) said, whatever gary talks ufc chris hops on his phone (laughs) they notice they notice
0: sometimes sometimes, hey i'm the reason we're talking ufc i'm the one that said hey we got to talk connor
1: it is true it is true uh terry jumped in he said y'all started early today man yeah terry was supposed to bring me a hat terry i'll wear it on uh on monday he wants me to wear a cubs hat on the show so i'll knock it out i'll knock it out we started early i got some things i got to do this afternoon i told you i was working today uh, anyway, so with this whole Major League Baseball thing, we don't know if it was two players or if it was a player yeah, we, and a manager. Yeah, we'll, find or out. Whatever. we'll
0: find out eventually. But
1: yeah, yeah but but here is the thing: we we figured all that out, and the other guys have tested negative. So the goal of this whole Rob Manfred thing was to pull up another player to take the place of the guy that tested positive, or the two yep, guys, or keep, whatever,
0: and keep going,
1: and you keep rolling. That's right. Like, it, you you don't have the luxury of a lot of time to be able to get in these 60 games. And we discussed all of the stuff about, you know, it, not everybody's going to have the same number of games. Not not, not everybody's going to get to 60. I get that. But uh, Matt Miller jumps in and said, Manfred is so bad, it's two freaking people, and the false positives are so high. Juan Soto had two positives and, like, 13 negatives. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then Phillies and Blue Jays' game was canceled yesterday because of COVID as well. Yep. It Here's the thing. The plan initially was good. And then he got freaked out by this Marlins thing, even though he came out and defended it, and defended it well. Yes. You, you are going to have guys test positive. You yes. have to be able to roll with the punches and keep this thing moving along if you want to have a season. If you want I d- to cancel, I just don't understand
0: how morons keep getting jobs.
1: <laughs> we, we didn't even like Rob Manfred anyway. Like, it. But it, but he, I thought he did a good job defending. I just defending don't understand
0: it. how he's just dumb. He, like, yeah. So I heard I heard an intelligent argument about what's going on, and this is a league issue. This is a league issue that should have been sorted out a long time ago. So while they have like expand like players available to them from their minor league system, so baseball has rules in place that are a little bit like football, to where like if once you call a guy up and then you send them back they are fair game for any team to go pick up, okay? Yeah. So here's the problem. This year, put a timeout on that rule, and I can call the player up, and I can send them back as many times as I want, and nobody can come snag them. This one year, you can't snag my, my star uh, uh, prospects because this is a great opportunity for, hey, let's pull up our best prospects, but nobody wants to pull those guys up even though they have access to them because – they know they're not gonna stay on the roster all year when these guys get healthy and come back. And then they don't want to send them down and they've just lost this star player that their scout team has 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 found and developed. Just do away with that rule. Like we have yeah. we hurt ourselves so much with with rules that overcomplicate things so badly. I I just don't understand any of this. Yeah. I, I get agree. the purpose of the rule under normal circumstances. This is not a normal year. Expand the freaking roster or just expand the rosters to where when you call them up, they just get to stay up. That's it. Like, I'm fine with that too. I don't really care how you do it. Figure a way out, but let's let's not make this thing. This is not that hard of a problem to solve. You got two guys down. Bounce those two guys. Bring two new dudes in. Let's play ball. Uh,
1: as it stands right now, uh, 15 different Major League Baseball games have been postponed due to COVID-19 cases. Three of the league's fifteen games on Friday slate will not be played as scheduled. Um, I mean, that's that's quite a bit. That's twenty percent of the games, um, and we don't know yet if the Cardinals and Brewers are going to be like if the whole series is going to be done, or or if it's just today. We don't know, so we're yeah. we're waiting to figure that out. I guess they're they're running the guys through more tests and whatnot. Uh, Terry jumped in and said. They better not cancel my Cubs game. Damn it! I want my baseball. Uh, ben said, "You know, 2020 is weird when the White Sox are as good as the Red Sox. Um, that is that still remains to be seen. We've been playing a week now. Come on,
0: I mean, <laughs> so so I, I will tell you one thing that's bothering me about baseball. Baseball needs to have a lot more day games. There, there is no reason for them to be playing oh, every game at night. Agreed. They're on, doing like one on game the afternoon, man. Yeah, on the afternoon." nobody's just there's no reason for not doing it
1: yeah no i agree I, I have, i'm it, waiting every more day games for to be on national or, tv
0: if you just do it
1: yeah a 2 first pitch every day is is a little too late it's just a little too late. yes
0: there's so, no there's just no rhyme or reason for why you wouldn't just yeah. have a better a better situation
1: i agree i agree uh matt said it should be a 40-man roster but the other guys you don't need travel with the team and stay at a different hotel and just stay ready yeah, i think be That's good with perfect.
0: That. Hey, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: Which means they can't do it because they cannot oh, be Oh, God, yeah,
0: no. Somebody's going to jack that up. Aye, aye, aye.
1: All right. Uh, let's close out with this. The Monday Night Football booth has been settled on. Um, they, they're they leaving the door open for Kirk Cur- Street and Chris Fowler to call NFL games. But uh, as it stands right now, um, we're going to have Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lewis Riddick. And I am... Totally okay with that.
0: I, I like this booth a lot.
1: That's I. I mean, obviously, Levy has done uh, fill-in games a couple of times here and there. Um, Brian, he's Greasy, a pro. He's yeah. done
0: it forever. He's not going to get in there and screw it up. He's not going to get in there and make it a mockery.
1: Yeah, Lewis Riddick is. He's a pro as well. I yeah, love listening to him. He's a great commentator. Um, and then Brian Greasy has been doing this for a long time too. He's done college football and the NFL. I, I like all these guys. Like, none of them is a, a standout, like, oh, it's Tony Romo or it's Peyton Manning or whatever. No. It no. doesn't have to be. So you long as they're good at their job. Booth. Yeah, stability. That's all we're looking for. And honestly, I mean, this this may just be a one-year thing, but as it stands, these are all ESPN employees anyway. I mean, who knows, right? So we'll, we'll see what happens. I think they're going to be pretty good because, I mean, they've done it before. I've enjoyed listening to them call games. I think this is going to be just fine. Um, the way it was stated, it says uh, uh, Levy, Greasy, and Riddick are slated to host the first Monday Night Football game this season, while Herb Street and Fowler are currently slated to host the second matchup, according to Miller's reporting. Uh, Miller does note if college football season is canceled, this could change. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Like we 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 were going to see Chris Fowler and Kirk Herb Street uh, probably do some NFL games. For ESPN this year, but the main booth is going to be Levy, Greasy, and Riddick, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay yep. with it. Uh, Terry said, "Yeah, 120 games at Wrigley are as close to heaven as you can get." Uh, he said, "If it's a good game on Monday night, anyone could call it. Just hope they actually have good games." Yeah, that's true. Uh, Matt Miller said, "ESPN used to be great with Joe uh, with John Miller and Joe Morgan for baseball and radio, and Monday Night Football used to be great too. I don't know what happened. Well, I mean they they got cute. <laughs> that's what happened." Um, Damien said, "That's better than listening to Joe Buck and Aikman." Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, 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 I like Joe Buck.
0: I, I like, I like Buck. I mean, Aikman's been hitting the head too many times. Yeah, but I, 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 I can like take or Buck. leave
1: Aikman, but uh, but Buck, I think is is pretty good. I don't really like Buck on uh, on baseball. Like at,
0: I like him on everything, but
1: at, maybe it's just me. I don't know. I'm I'm not a huge uh, fan of his doing baseball games, but I mean, he does. He sounds just like a a baseball commentator. I mean, you know. Either way, Ben said anything's better than John Gruden.
0: Yes. <laughs> Literally, anything is better than John Gruden.
1: That's I love that these guys know you well enough that uh, that they'll jump in with that here and there. All right, let's go ahead and get out of here. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you for another wonderful week. I'm glad that we've got Chris back. Uh, we are ready to rock and roll into college football. Go over to sbrpicks.com. Go to sportsbookreview.com. Knock this stuff out. Make sure you're subscribed to their YouTube channel to get our college football content. Our first video goes up tomorrow, August 1st, on Saturday. So go and check it out. We'll uh, we'll have as much It content. might be a
0: video you folks don't need. If it's the intro yeah. video, then...
1: Yeah, it, I think it's, it's going to be the we'll intro. watch it here. anyway. Um, hey, Terry jumped in. He said, Gary, you're right. Buck sucks at calling baseball. Um, <laughs> I don't know that he sucks, but, he, you know, I, I he's not my favorite. Uh, But with that said, we're getting out of here. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com. And make sure you are subscribed to our podcast and leave a nice five-star review. Share the show out. Click that like button on the video. All these wonderful things. You guys have been wonderful all week. Thank you for jumping in the chat and helping us drive the conversation. Chris, is there anything else we need to hit? That's it, brother. That is it. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you on Monday. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything.